Hey gorgeous, if you want success on your fertility journey, you've got to have the mindset for it. It's time to kick fear, negativity, doubt, shame, jealousy, and the whole clown car of low vibe fertility journey BS to the curb. I'm your host, Roseanne Austin, fertility mindset master, former prosecutor and recovering type A control freak perfectionist. I use the power of mindset to get pregnant naturally and have my baby boy at 43, despite years of fertility treatment failure. I help women across the globe beat the odds on their fertility journey just like I did. Get ready for a quick hit of confidence, joy, feminine badassery, and loads of hell yes for your fertility journey. It's time to get fearless, baby, fearlessly fertile. Let's do this. Welcome to the Fearlessly Fertile Podcast, episode 134, Lack and Scarcity. Change it. Hey, loves. I am so excited to dig into episode three of this three-part series on lack and scarcity. It's the scourge of a winning mindset on your fertility journey. If you have not listened to the prior episodes, I strongly encourage you to do so. I also encourage you to listen to them a couple times in a row. You will hear things the second and third time that you listen that you didn't hear in your first go. There are multiple reasons for that, such as distraction by triggers, your subconscious mind causing you to reject these ideas because it threatens the stranglehold your lack and scarcity has had on your life. And I promise you that bitch does not want to retire. She likes her cozy little spot in your brain where she gets to be as bossy and abusive as she wants to be. What you are listening to here spells the beginning of the end of her nasty reign. Remember, lack and scarcity is a belief or system of beliefs that there is a finite amount of something. And within that belief, is the presupposition that there isn't enough for you. This belief system is also laden with victimhood, which makes it debilitating to the untrained mind. It's the idea that not only is X scarce, but that there's nothing you can do about it. You just have to accept this misery and be jealous of others who do have X. And as a refresher, this can present itself in a belief that there is a limited and finite amount of time, money, resources, chances or opportunities, blessings, and love, to name just a few. In last week's episode, it should have been made clear that lack and scarcity thinking is multi-layered and can have its tentacles deeply seated in many aspects of your internal dialogue. And at its core, speaks volumes about the state of your worthiness. Now, let me be clear about something. When I say that it is indicative of the state of your worthiness, I'm not saying that it's it's an actual measure of what your worth is as a human being. That's fucking ridiculous. Nobody can determine that. Every one of us is irreplaceable. It's simply an indicator of the way you see you. Okay? Make sure that you're very clear about that. Now, the interplay between worthiness and lack and scarcity, this may have surprised you a bit. I know it surprised me when I first started exploring it, because for the most part, if you had asked me all those years ago whether I thought I was worthy of having everything I truly desired, I would have said an indignant yes, but the truth was my actions said fuck no. 
Yeah. You see, I could justify the Manolos, the trips to Paris that I made frequently because you may not know this about me, but I'm a raging Francophile. But when it came down to what actually mattered, calling my boy in with my husband and creating the family and life we always dreamed of, man, I made myself wrong. I beat myself up brutally for being old, for having the audacity to desire it all, for failing so many times, and for what I believed was draining my burgeoning family of resources that could have been, quote-unquote, spent elsewhere. I was mired in the depths of lack and scarcity, and it could have cost me everything if I let it win. And I'm telling you, truly, from the depths of my soul, it could have cost me everything. It could have caused me to push my husband away because I wanted him to be with someone that was more fertile and and didn't require so much fucking help. I could have gone off the deep end and believed that if treatment couldn't save me, nothing could. And I could have slammed the door shut on my boy because ultimately my boy had other plans. He wasn't coming through treatment. This is the real risk that we run when lack and scarcity runs the show. When lack and scarcity runs the show, we thereby look through a lens that is so incredibly narrow and can completely blind us to reality and opportunities that are everywhere around us. And because I made the active choice to believe something different, to trust in something different, to see what the full spectrum of my heart and not my eyes that were limited by decades of programming, old stories that weren't even mine, and manipulation from many different angles. Because I chose to see with my heart, my boy is here today. This is how powerful you as an individual become when you move beyond your lack and scarcity stories. You align with the truth that the desire in your heart to be a mom is there because it was meant for you. And you refuse to let how things look today, what has happened in the past, and your old beliefs confine you. And look, I'm not saying this shit's easy. It's hard AF. But so is motherhood. So is just about everything that's worth fighting for in this life. So buck up, mama. At the core of lack and scarcity thinking is worthiness. Do you believe you are worth the time, money, resources, chances, opportunities, and love that you desire in this life? Do you? Do you believe you're worthy? The proof is in your actions. What you believe doesn't mean shit if you don't put it into action. The truth is there are calls on us daily to act in accordance with what we believe we are worth. Sometimes there are tests of our worthiness by the fucking minute. Do we tolerate another idiotic conversation with a relative that just, they just can't and won't stop judging us for fear that we won't be loved or ostracized by other family members for laying down a boundary? Do we tolerate that just because we want love? And just so you know, That too is lack and scarcity, namely the lack of love. 
I won't be loved if I stand up. Do I, I have to tolerate this because this, this is what we do in my family. No one will love me and I will die on the side of the road only to be eaten by wild dogs or whatever chicken little bullshit your saboteurs are trying to sell you. All of that shit, my loves, it's made up. It is made up. None of that nonsense and none of the lack and scarcity stories that we tell ourselves or we've been exposed to by our families, our teachers, our spiritual leaders, whatever, none of that is objectively true. It is simply a perception. Do you believe you are worthy of all the shit you desire? No questions, no qualified answers, no lawyerly caveats, and no judgment. Before you shout hell yes that you are worthy of that, take a second and breathe. Let the enormity of the idea that you are fucking worth every minute spent, every dollar invested, every hell yes said on this journey. Let it get cozy in your heart. You're worth it. I don't care how long it takes. I don't care how much you invest. You're worth it. Can you feel that? If you can, and I certainly hope you do, remember it. Now, when we're looking at how to change a lack and scarcity story, it begins with your willingness to take a stand for that worthiness. You have to decide to back you. You must decide, come hell or high water, you are worth it. You are worth going to the ends of the earth for. You are worth the trouble. You are worth the pain. You are worth the heartache. You are worth figuring shit out. You are worth something more than low-hanging fruit and what's easy. You are worth the road less traveled. You are worth getting out of the boring-ass comfort zone that your saboteurs want to keep you stuck in. You're worth giving the finger to naysayers. You are worth the complexity, the messiness. You are worth letting your partner know exactly what you want, even if they don't get it or agree. You are worth standing up. And here's why. There is a little girl inside of you right now as you're listening to this, a tiny version of you that is dying for you to stand up for her. She's the part of you that still believes in magic, the part of you that believes in true love, the part of you that, I don't know, maybe kind of wants to still be a ballerina, but the part of you that believes with all of her heart, the part of you that as a child didn't believe in lack and scarcity and, and thought that anything was possible. That part of you is feeding this desire to be a mom, to live the biggest, the boldest, and the most heart-based, love-filled life she can possibly live. She represents the part of you that has so much love to give. She believes it doesn't matter how long you've been on this journey. She believes in miracles. She doesn't care about how old you are or what other people think. She's that little version of you that's willing to do pirouettes in the middle of the grocery store because she feels happy. I know buried 
somewhere under all of your degrees, all of your years of education, all of the heartbreak, all of the pain, she is still alive and well. And she's asking you to stand up. She's asking you to stand up for this desire in your heart to be a mom because she's so proud of you. She's so proud of what you've become. And she's begging you not to give up. She needs you to stand up for her. She wants to know that you love you, her, and your dreams, the dreams that you both share, enough to stand the fuck up. Everything changes the moment you decide. The moment you decide, fuck yeah, I'm worth it. And never look back. And when you do, in that moment, deciding that you are worth it translates to look. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I'm going to figure this shit out. And when you decide you are worth a solution, it's insane how resourceful you become. You become a magnet to solutions. You become positive result-oriented, not from a judgmental place, but from a place of possibility. How can this happen for me? Instead of a pitiful victim anthem of, nothing good ever happens for me. Everyone else is just luckier, and I'm just going to go lay on the couch. You get out of that mess, and you plant your feet firmly on the path to victory. Because look, I don't care what anyone says. Having helped women all over the world make their dream of being a mom come true from 28 to 50 and seeing how this is true in my own life and in the lives of so many women, there is no lack of time, money, resources, chances or opportunities, blessings or love. Everything you need and want is here. It's right here if you're willing to see it. And decide you are worth whatever it takes to get it. There is more than enough for everyone. Even you love. Most especially you. So here's an exercise to take everything that I've shared here to the next level. Kick lack and scarcity out of your life. Step one. Review your responses from last week's exercise where you identified the exact lack and scarcity stories you tell on this journey. Pick one that you are going to tackle this week. One. We don't need your brain to explode. And when you have picked that single lack and scarcity story, you will confront, write out one sentence, 10 words or less, stating why you decide to crush this mofo. Place post-its around your house if you have to with that simple why statement. So that as you begin to challenge this jerk in your life, you will have reminders everywhere why you are willing to make it through and push through the initial pain and discomfort of completely reprogramming lack and scarcity out of your life. Keep this statement somewhere where you can see it daily because look, I know having had to transform this in my own life, the temptation to wimp out will be everywhere. Don't let it happen to you. Step two. Do the exact opposite of what your lack and scarcity story tells you to do. Do the fucking opposite. This is where action comes into play, baby. It doesn't matter what you believe if you don't take action. So do the opposite. Your lack and scarcity story tells you, I'm too old to have a baby. 
Well, shit. Start recruiting five new members of your bump squad that believe in your dream. These are people who know your age and your challenges or whatever you think is standing in the way and say, fuck it, we're doing this because you are worth it. Scour the planet for your peeps. Your lack in scarcity might be something like, oh, that's too expensive. Do the opposite. Buy the fucking thing because you're worth it and you are going to figure out how to pay for it. And I know that that one, that's going to probably ruffle some feathers because it might go against just about everything you learned as a kid when it comes to being fearful and disempowered when it comes to money. Because here's what you got to know. This isn't about investing willy-nilly. It's not about being reckless. It's about taking a stand for having what you want. And part of that means taking responsibility for being resourceful enough to pay the bill. You fucking figure it out. Whether it's coaching, IVF, donor eggs, PRP, or whatever. It's about doing everything you can to set yourself up for success. You can't keep doing the same old shit and expecting a different result. And look, there's a restaurant analogy for this that I love. Look, restaurants don't wait for a customer to order food before they buy it. They have it on hand, ready to go. They make the investment up front. They buy food expecting to serve it. You make investments on this journey expecting to expect. You cover your bases, mind and body. You take the chances. You seize the opportunities. Do the opposite of what lack and scarcity tells you to do. Because if you don't, you will continue to create the same old shit. And when you do the opposite and see that you are still alive and kicking, you start living by real evidence, not the fake shit your saboteurs will sell you. You live by truth, not fake news that keeps you small and guessing about what's possible in this life instead of going out there and grabbing that shit by the horns and taking control of your fucking fertility destiny. Try it, love. You just might love it. And step three, if you love this podcast and the free content my team and I bring you every week, take a moment right now and give us a five-star review. It's a kick-ass way of showing your appreciation and it helps other women find this work. Love. Lack and scarcity is the leading killer of dreams on this journey. Through this podcast series, if you were paying close attention, you were at least able to catch a glimpse of how true that is. Now is the time to finally break free of the blocks lack and scarcity could be putting between you and what you desire most in this life. Baby, there are less than four months left in this year. Why don't you spend two of them with me learning how to think, believe, and take action like a woman who succeeds on this journey so you can create new results? Isn't that what you're looking for? Think about what you could be saying to yourself on December 31st, 2021. Think about how what you do now in 2021 can put you on track for a due date in 2022. My Fearlessly Fertile Method program is for women who intend to get pregnant in the next 12 months and say hell yes to covering their bases, mind and body. I work with women who are committed to success. To apply for an interview for this program, go to my website, www.frommaybetobaby.com and apply for an interview there. My methodology has helped women around the world make their mom dreams come true. Their results speak for themselves, baby. If you don't have a mindset for success on this journey, you've got a gaping hole in your strategy, love. Let's fix that shit and set you up for success. Till next time, change your mindset, 
change your results. Love this episode of the Fearlessly Fertile podcast? Subscribe now and leave an awesome review. Remember, the desire in your heart to be a mom is there because it was meant for you. When it comes to your dreams, keep saying hell yes.